Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, weddings. What do we do? You get asked to do a wedding in your classic and your modern classic. Yeah, weddings, special occasions, drop my son or my daughter off at a formal. All that. All those things. What do we do? Okay. Well, I always said that if I ever got to own a Ferrari, the, one of the main reasons when I bought the Ferrari was to actually do Dream Ride which is an event where we look after special need, children with special needs and give them the opportunity to experience a Ferrari or a, a supercar of the like. So that was something I always wanted to give back. Um, and you did that? No, I didn't. It got cancelled due to COVID. Oh, I've done, I've done it done a couple it. of times. What and was that it, experience like? Oh, look, I must admit it's really, really rewarding to see the, the smiles on the people's faces. Yeah. Uh, some are very young children, you know, which in, a, in circumstances less fortunate than ours, uh, but they love it and the carers or the parents, it's magical round. Yeah, so having that driving me that I wanted to do, obviously the next one is when family and friends and people ask, can you drive me in my wedding, can you do – and Mick, what do we do? you got to honour your commitment if you say you're going to do it. If you say you're going to do it, you do it. Now, we're talking about – doing these sorts of things where we're not doing it for a business. So we do not get paid for it. It's only special occasions with special people that ask us. So we don't do it willy-nilly. And if we don't know them really, I don't know about you, Ori, but the ones I've done, they have to be known to them. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, it was interesting. I drove in a wedding on Saturday, which we'll touch on later, but apparently if you take payment, your insurance is null and void. With certain insurance companies, the boys, there you go. The, a couple of guys driving the 1971 XYGTs were telling me you cannot take monetary payment or any sort of payment actually because their insurances would be null and void. So well, that makes sense because then it's a business and yeah. then you've got to have all the OCH health and safety and, and uh, issues with you sorted out. So you say we're not going to drive if we don't know somebody, but we got asked to do a favour as Mick and Ori. Yeah, but in that one there, it's uh, you mightn't have known him. Yes. But you did it because of our technician. A technician, correct. And I have done a wedding for the brother, I think, or I'll get this confused all the time. Don't worry. Anyway, yep. another family member, but not in my car. That's when I borrowed a 360. Right. Because he didn't want to drive. He says, Mick, you can drive the 360 for that wedding. So it happens to be that person's what son, yep. the, other, the other one, okay? So... We, t- we made a commitment. And we were asked to, if we could drive. And I said, absolutely, we're in. I'd love to do it, love to help out. And then we got told, no, we're not required because only black Ferraris we're going to use. Yeah, they were lucky or fortunate that they, they wanted black Ferraris, but someone pulled out. So they had a 355, a black 355, gated shifter, absolutely in superb. Mac- to be honest, quite possibly the best 355. And I've loved them in red. But you know what? I think that's my favourite 355 I've ever seen. It does look good. We'll try and post some photos of that car because it is immaculate. All original. And like Mick said, gated shifter looked awesome in black. Uh, mind you, by the end of the day, because we'll talk about the rain <laughs> after, but it wasn't it wasn't looking <laughs> oh, that Mick. good. And then there was a, a 488, a black, black yep. 488, and there was supposed, uh, supposed to be a 458 that didn't roll up because it rained. But rolled up. To the yes, uh, after the rain the settled, yeah. So you know, we're talking about you know, we get committed and we say we're, we're going to do it, and you have to do it. I don't think you can pull out unless you know it's going to be forecast for hail. You're going to be doing it even on the rain. Correct. We, we like you said, we committed that we're going to do this, 
The day before, Mick said there may be a little bit of chance of rain, but really early. We won't get caught in. It should all be okay. Well, I can tell you, 9.30 that morning, it was bucketing down. And I rang Mick. And I said, Mick, what are we doing? He said, come a little bit later. I think it's going to pass over. Well, to be honest, we drew, drove about an hour from the city to get to the meeting point. Yep. And it got heavier and heavier and heavier. I actually aquaplaned, I think, a couple we of times. We did a couple of times on the main road. So there was a fair bit of water on the road. And we did – one thing we did do, we ch- – talked about this is make sure our wipers worked. Yeah, that's for sure. So there was no problem there. But that morning, I think Mick woke a little earlier and went to get some protection for our carpets, just in case. Yeah, we had the the stuff they used at the workshops and the, um, you know, paint protection stuff is uh, you got the steering wheel cover, the carp, the floor mat, the steering. Yeah, luckily we didn't use it because we would have looked a little bit. Would have uh, looked a little bit over the top. Yeah. But – Driving there, I must admit, I, going through my head, I said, well, what am I doing? I bought this car, my dream car, and I always said, I'm never taking it on a track. Well, write that off. We've done that a couple of times now. Never going to drive it in the rain. Done that a couple of times. I've done that a couple of times now. So then I thought, you know what? Let's Where? do the mud. No. <laughs> Would you want to explain that part? Well, it's funny. We get off. So we're in the country, well, country, you know, outer suburbs of uh, Adelaide and we're on the rural roads and there's mud across the roads and you can't avoid it. So we're getting mud on the on our tyres and I'm thinking, oh, God. And then, you know, when we – actually, just before that, we met with the other two in the Ferraris. In the they said, oh, by the way, you better follow us because uh, it's not that easy to get there and there's a bit of gravel and it's a gravel long gravel driveway. Well, if you could see Mick, if you could have seen Mick's face when they said a long gravel driveway, I knew exactly what he was thinking. Yeah. So, I think again, you know, thinking back, the people that ask you to do, you know, the drives on the weddings, you really should know what you're expecting there, you know. Anyway, we got there. To that point though, Mick, he the gentleman did send a text in the morning when he did see the storms and the rain and asked us, are we still okay? Yeah. And I replied straight away without any thought, yes, of course, because, you know, they were already, we're already committed. They're expecting it. The bridal group, you know, and it's a fairly sizable bridal group, will picking up the the bride. Bridal, yep. The bride. And the bridesmaids. And, yeah. And uh, the muscle cars were at the other end, as in the, the Monaros, at the other end picking up the boys. But we rolled up to the their driveway and it's mud and gravel. Let's go back a step. As we leave the meeting point, the flood. The oh, yeah, f- flood flood zone. <laughs> I don't know if we've got a video of that, but we've definitely got a video of turning into the driveway, which we'll post on Instagram and YouTube. That mud driveway, gravel either so- uh, gravel down the middle, but mud and bucketing still with rain as we arrived. I thought, oh, what have we got ourselves into here? And we had to do a three-point turn, so <laughs> churning up the – it was unreal. I mean, the good – Good part about it is towards the end of that time there, it did settle down the rain. And not only that, people getting in the car were able to come off a nice concrete footpath so they didn't tread on dirt before they got on their car. And they did put a carpet down. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were very respectful of the vehicles, 100%, right, of, uh, and, and looked after and made sure that their shoes weren't dirty and things like that. But I think one of the greatest things... I felt that day when we got there and the rain settled, I said, you know what, it, the car's wet now, right? That's it. We've got to the driveway. It can't get any worse because it's going to clear up as we knew. 
But the excitement on people's faces when we showed up and to have five Ferrari or four Ferraris outside four Ferraris, yep. in the driveway, you saw how excited they were that we actually did honour our commitment yep. and show up. Yep, exactly. And look, the smiles on their faces, I was fortunate enough to take the flower girls. I had three in my four, five, six. Perfect. Um, and we had an escort. We had a couple of Harley Davisons. Hey, and when those boys rocked up on Harleys with suede seats and they were out in the rain, I thought, well, what are we complaining about? Yeah. Exactly. What are we complaining about? So that was um, that was excellent. And that was a, a good escort because they would stop the traffic for the group because there was four of us in Ferraris and the bride and I think the bride's parents in uh, an old 34 Jag or something like that, I think it was. Yeah, beautiful uh, car. Yeah, and that was at the end rather than being at the beginning. So I was I was running uh, You were a lead car. Yeah, I was a lead car in front of the uh, – or just behind the two Harley-Davidsons. But I agree. And, look, it, it was a great experience. We got to the church, sunny, cleared up skies – Everyone wiped down their cars and they were ready to go again. It actually wasn't as dirty as I thought, Mick. No, it, look, it was quite easy to clean it. And then, again, you have to be prepared. We had the nice instant detailer to be able to clean them without scratching them. All the rags, chamois, yeah. correct. Yeah, all that. So be prepared in that regard. But it is certainly rewarding. And, uh, and you know, you, you look at that. I've done a few weddings now. I don't advertise that I want to do them. I've done uh, two of my nephews. You know, which is great, and I've also done my uh, niece's formal. Okay, but yeah. that I did in my '74 uh, Dino. Now, formal. The first formal I did, I did it in my old uh, Maserati 3200 GT. There you go. And I'll never forget. I went to pick up the young lad, and he was a friend of the family. And his dad said, "I'm coming too." So the poor young kid had to sit in the back and his dad sat in the front and enjoyed to be dropped off at the foot because his dad had never been in a Maserati back then. So, And like I said, they still talk to, about that to this day. So I think these ex- are experiences we're giving people which, you know, are rewarding. Certainly rewarding. And, you know, if you're going to do it, I think you've got to make sure that you know who you're doing it for. Naturally, sometimes you seconded it through a friend of a friend or whatever, but make sure that they do respect your classic or your modern classic or whatever it is uh, because it's not a business you're doing it for the love of it and uh, because you've been recommended so it's important to make sure that who you're doing it for uh, true and look i got to do it again the follow this weekend just gone for my cousin uh, my cousin's uh, son who got married and he, they asked if i could drive the groom so quite special in being asked to do that and i said absolutely they booked me in when they knew i had have bought the ferrari so we're talking nearly two years ago mick they said my son's getting married will you drive and i said absolutely if the car's not in the workshop or getting something done to it i will be there and so it was this was a different day again 30 degree day air conditioner okay so my air conditioner needs to be regassed. So I thought, oh, God, what are we going to do here? So I had the fans going, but I had the windows open. Uh, had the white ribbon on this time. I did, we didn't have it on the rainy day on our cars. So the white ribbon, and they left beautiful space. The driveway was an you know, awesome area for me to park in front of two XYGT Falcons, gorgeous things, who didn't have air conditioning either. Perfect. And warned the bridal couple, the boys, they were driving the boys, that there is no air conditioning. There's no fans, there's no spray guns and things like that. So I think that's important too, to let people know, hey, our car hasn't got air conditioning. So you want to use them for your weddings, but on a hot day, some of these guys are saying, you know, they got asked to do weddings when it was 41 degrees and they just had to, they couldn't do it. The cars, it was just too hot for the cars. Too hot and, for the cars or too hot for the people? Yeah, a bit of both. 
a bit of both is what they're saying. So those cars tend to heat up, as ours do too. And I don't know, you know, what would we do if it was the the other extreme, a 42, 43-degree day meet? Do we well, still honour our commitment? Well, we probably would have. I mean, if you had yours regassed, you can, you know. Yeah, you absolutely. could certainly do it. So, absolutely. Um, that, but in in a car that hasn't got air conditioning, again, just like you expect them to let you know what the circumstances are, you've got to let them know what, the implications of taking the car out in either very, very uh, cold conditions or, for that matter, very hot conditions. Yeah, look, we had, and once again, the experience that I enjoyed, the young boy getting married, in and out of the car, photos with the car, sitting sitting in the Ferrari, and it, it was his first time in a Ferrari. Right. Yeah, likewise and, with the, um, the like flower the young girls, girls that we had. And actually, and the bridesmaid I drove. It was the first time. And these are things we take for granted. You know, what do you mean you've never been in a Ferrari? Never been in one. We think, because we're constantly around them, we're spoiled and have got the opportunity to be around these vehicles so often that everyone does. But you know what, Mick? They don't. Uh, they don't. And certainly, I mean, if I look at myself, you know, going back a few years, uh, it wasn't that long ago that I'd never been in, in some of them. So... Uh, you do have to you do have to uh, appreciate what you've got and I think we do you and me both we appreciate when others get enjoyment out of it so don't leave them in the garage take them out rain or shine really it doesn't really matter and, and I think you're right the smile you put on people's faces faces when they see the car sit in the car and I let them have a look the amount of comments I got, oh, how old is it? What year is it? Is this that model? I love this model. I love that gated shifter. People just want to talk about the car. And so by keeping it in the garage and not seeing it, and so they don't want, you know, there's no need to talk about anything. Where this just opens up conversations and they remember their first experiences with their classic cars. Yeah, certainly does. And, you know, going back to the dream ride scenarios, you know, you have a look at, you know, there was pre COVID, of course, how many kids were out there oh. and some of them were adults you yep. know unbelievable they loved it and you know just waving as you go past and uh, you know in one of those it was you know extreme heat as well but you go out there's no dramas and, and I think look and it's not for everybody because a lot of people don't want to share their car or don't want other people sitting in their car and that's fair enough each to their own I'm of the belief that we are lucky enough to be custodians of these wonderful vehicles and if you can share that with other people, it's more rewarding than just owning it and leaving it in your garage. I agree 100%, 100%. So, look, you know, so what we're saying really, if you've got the opportunity to not only yourself enjoy the car but others, take it out, you know. But again, you know, as we said before, we don't do it for money and if you do, then you better check your insurance. Yeah, it was, which was something I didn't know. And the other thing is, you know, it goes back to everything I suppose we've spoken about in this podcast – Make sure your classic is ready to be driven, to be taken out. Is it serviced? Is it, re- you know, do the wipers work in case it does rain? Have you got all the detailing equipment to wipe it down for after the church service or wherever you may be so it is looking pristine and immaculate? You know, the GT guys said a great story. They said, we used to pick up brides, but we no longer do that because of the sequence on the dresses and this and that. They scratch the leather. So we've decided bridesmaids are fine, groomsmen are fine. Not the brides. Not the brides. And I thought it was a really interesting comment because I wouldn't have thought, you know, because they got high heels, got a bit more makeup on. It's all these, and so people are still fussy. And I think if you know who you're driving for, they're quite respectful of what uh, what you're doing for them, anyhow. And I think they'd appreciate, you know, you being upfront and honest. Look, yeah, we do this, don't do that. I mean, it's the first time I let the 
It was 30 degrees, Mick. So I let the kid bring a bottle of water in the car. I've never had a drink in the car. Did he eat in the car? No, he didn't. (laughs) Now, that was going a bit far. No, no, he didn't eat. But I let him bring a bottle of water in the car and that was fine. Yeah, look, what what would – I mean, just thinking about some of the things, what wouldn't you take it to? Well, definitely muddy track – no farms. Yeah, you wouldn't take – and if you know – that, and you, I suppose you do have to know what you're getting yourself into. You know. Now, no farms. Some, there's certain vineyards that you get wonderful photos and we've got some beautiful areas here in South Australia which are, you know, just off the main road. So, granted, I suppose you, you look at the weather and things like that. But look, Mick, like you said, we're not doing it for a business. And we're lucky enough to be able to know a lot of the places they're going to so we can always, you know – Hand on heart, say yes, we're going to do that. I know, but I know you and I will always say yes. But you know, you could say, look, no, I'm not, I don't want to bring the car there. You know, a couple of guys uh, who own Ferraris, who you know, said he's always happy to offer his Ferrari and uh, drive in a wedding or what or a special occasion. But his his prerequisite is if it's over 35 degrees, he's not driving it. And if it's raining, he's not driving it. He apologises up front, but he will not be showing up. Yeah. The problem with that, though, I mean, the bride and groom have got it organised of which cars they're going to get and, you know, and how many they're going to get. Yeah. So if that's a last-minute thing that you don't roll up, I think it's... Yeah, I agree. And, that, and that's another great point you raised because how excited were they that we actually did roll it up? Yeah, we they couldn't believe commitment. it. The bridal party couldn't believe it. We actually were doing it on behalf of the boys' side, Correct. the groomsmen, and when the father saw us, he could not stop thanking us. The appreciation he showed me, uh, it made, that made it all worthwhile for me. Yeah. I mean, he went to he, he kissed the bride first before he came over to thank well, us, but, yeah. you know, I suppose that's... Uh, um, and, he, and he commented that the two red ones looked good with the other three black ones. Yeah, he wanted them all black. But anyway, there's not that many black Ferraris, I, would, I wouldn't say. But, uh, but anyway, look, it, it is certainly good to take your classic or your modern classic, but be aware of the circumstances and know that, you know, you could be in a situation where you're not that comfortable. It's probably no different than some of the drive days we do. It could have a patch of rain. You could have roadworks that you've got to go through a road that's got – and that's happened before. That's happened before with us. I remember we took the McLaren 720S for a drive, which we'll yeah. talk about on a later podcast, but remember we hit roadworks. Yeah. Who, who would have known, all right? So what do you do? You can't get out and, pull, and lift the car. And driving back from the first track day, Mick. Yeah, pouring with rain. I had to get the car home. You know, so these things are hap- happen. So, well, they must have been um, designed to actually drive in the rain because they do have wipers. I'm gonna le- I'll leave with one funny story. So, one of the guys in the XY goes, uh, "No, sorry, the, one of the Ferrari owners that was there, and he wanted to talk about my Ferrari and things like that." And um, he said, "His car's never been in the rain, never driven in the rain, so, so you don't wash it." He goes, "No, not really." He goes, "I damp a, cl- a dampen a cl- uh, cloth and I just dab it down." He literally doesn't hose I've it down. I've heard that before. He's never hosed it down. It's never seen water. Yeah. Oh, look, <laughs> I've heard I've heard that sort of story before, but I think that's going a bit far. Actually, I've got to tell you a little one. With the flower girls we had, they were three sisters, a very, very cute Romanian background, and but they, you know, because I heard them speaking to the, the parents, I had to ask uh, about what uh, language it was because I didn't know. But, but, and, and they've come from interstate, so they're excited. 
They've come down for a wedding. They're part, uh, part of being flower girls. They love that. And they didn't expect to be able to get They didn't know the they were going in a Ferrari, correct. Because I was fortunate enough, I, took, I brought the four-seater, so two plus two, and they were ideal for that. But they were fantastic. They asked some questions. One of the questions I were, because I gave it a squirt here and there, but I was behind the um, Harley Davidson, so I couldn't go too fast. Um, but one of them asked... Oh, uh, because you've got a Ferrari and they're so fast, do you have to abide by the speed limit? I said, well, because she said, well, can you go 10 or 20 kilometres above the speed limit? I said, not really. I said, we don't do that really. It would but, be nice as an exemption. Yeah, I said, we, we have to do that on the track. But uh, but they were really, really good. I, I, I enjoyed myself. No, it's great. And I think, you know, like you said, Mick, if any, with any of these cars, if you can give back, do it. Yeah. It's but very, very rewarding. And I think it is important not to do it for strangers. Yeah. Because as soon as you know someone in there, it makes it a lot better. Oh. You know, so. I've taken my godchildren all for a, uh, for a drive and things like that, and the smiles on their faces. Just taking anyone, look, can you take, can you come pick up my son uh, for a drive in the Ferrari? I heard you got a Ferrari. No problem. It was one of my cousin's sons. So I went there. Out of the, he didn't know I was coming. He got back and a couple of days later I rang his dad. I said, oh, he goes, mate, when he came in, biggest smile on his face, he said, dad, that was the best day of my life, right? That, that's the sort of, you know, reward you're giving these little kids experiences and hopefully one day they'll be uh, owners of classics. Yeah, and they don't they don't forget these things. I mean, I remember the ones that we went up to um, just up in the foothills that we took one of your contractors. Uh, oh, his boys his here for the – yeah, yeah, that's right. And they both came in. both for his sat birthday. Yeah. And they swapped between the 360 and the 456. The dad came that the day also. The dad was able to come, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. We were, I forgot we'd done that experience too, exactly right, just for a birthday. So, yeah, very rewarding. Yeah. All right. So, the uh, in a nutshell, drive your cars, rain or shine, and certainly if you've got the opportunity to do a, a special function for a relative, a friend, a close friend or something – Please do it because it is good. And, you know, if you get a chance to do Dream Ride, whether it's in the US, the US, it's very, very big, big in the in US. US. Yep. I know Michael came out here. What's the surname? Bazudo. Michael yeah, Bazudo and the Romeo out. boys over here in Adelaide run it here. So we'll be doing it this year. And we'll got, actually, we'll get the guys on to have a chat about Dream Ride and what it entails and what it does and what it gives back. So it, it is a, a great, great charity. So, uh, yeah, Ori, we're going to leave it there. Um, thanks for listening. And uh, like always, you can catch our show on on Instagram and also on YouTube now. So we've got a few videos that will come out on YouTube. TikTok. A TikTok. I haven't seen one of TikTok. Yeah, there's, for three, a t- there's three TikTok ones out at the moment. So have a look at those. And Mick, I have to say, we are now in 41 countries. I saw that. 391 cities. So thank you to all our listeners. Hopefully you're enjoying the show. Yeah. And also we've, uh, we've received a few emails, which yeah. is great. So we get to respond to them. Uh, you can catch um, us on email on at mickandori at gmail.com. So thank you for listening. And remember, if your car's not a classic. It will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys. <laughs>